Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the We're Having a Good Time podcast. My name is Dusty Slay. I'm your host, and I'm here with my wife and co-host, Hannah Hogan. Hannah Hogan. Yeah. Uh, We're excited to be here. Uh, We're a little late this week on the podcast. We went out to the cabin, and we planted some trees, and we didn't do a, and, and earlier in the week, I had, I lost my voice. I lost my voice while I was in uh, Spokane uh, this past weekend. I had a great time in Spokane, but I lost my voice. I did uh, four shows um, with basically no voice. Um, I was drinking a lot of throat coat tea, making it happen, and I, and, and I had a great time. I think the shows were very good, and I apologize for to people that came to the show. I did not do meet and greets. I did on Thursday because I I was fine on Thursday, but I lost my voice on Friday and I just was like, I don't know if I'm sick. I don't know what's happening. So I don't want to do the meet and greets. I didn't want to get anybody sick. I'm fine. I just struggled to get my voice back and it's been a struggle to get it back. And I think I probably did more damage to it by doing uh, the four shows with... Um, you know, when I was hoarse, but I got sick, uh, last year, four months ago and canceled the Spokane shows. So now I'm back in Spokane and then I lose my voice. So I'm like, I don't know what's happening, but my body does not want me to be in Spokane healthy, but I had a great time. The shows were really good. It was really fun. And I appreciate you guys all who came out. The Spokane Comedy Club was very good. But I lost my but I didn't have my voice earlier this week. It was a real struggle. It's still not there all the way, but it is coming back. Um I don't have shows this weekend, thankfully. Today's Friday. We're doing the podcast. I'll probably I probably go ahead and put it out tonight when we finish this. Um but it is coming back at no show Saturday, no show Sunday. Next week, though, big week, really ramping up to do some media. I'm going to be doing nonstop press next week because Tuesday, January 16th, Dusty Slay has a Netflix special called Working Man. Working hard all day and night. That's right, a full one-hour special called Working Man, featuring the intro song by Jesse Daniel, Working Hard Day and Night, a, a, uh, a single that was just released. You can now find it on Spotify or wherever you stream music. Great song, excellent special. It is, uh, uh, both, both really great. And Jesse wrote the song uh, for my intro, but turns out, Great song. Mm-hmm. And I knew it would be. Yeah. Um, but yeah, really good song on its own. But, uh, you know, inspired by me, especially the second verse. The second verse is heavily Dusty Slay inspired. Mm-hmm. Very exciting. 
January 16th, get get it on there. Get the, get that Netflix. Get watching it. And I'll probably be talking about it for a while. Yeah. I mean, because this, well, for one, I'm very excited about it. I, I do think it is a great special, and it's exactly what I wanted to do. It's how I wanted it to sound. It's how I wanted it to look. Uh, it's the jokes I wanted uh, in the order I wanted them to be in. The audience laughed the way I wanted them to laugh, and it all just worked out. So I have no doubt that people are going to watch it, so I don't feel like I need to like be like, go watch it, go watch it, go watch it, but I'll be talking about it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, you know, that's what happens, you know, when a, when a, you know, a new movie comes out, we're bombarded with commercials about it. When I remember when the last of the Dark Knight series, the movie, the Batman movie with Bane, that movie, the commercials for it, I don't even know if I was seeing them on TV, but I was going on the internet and watching them. The trailer what was that last one called? The Dark Knight Rises? I have no idea. I think it is. Superhero movies are more your bag. Yeah, but you were into the Batman movies, though. I liked the Joker. Yeah, but this was the one to follow the Joker. Yeah, but... That trailer was so good, I don't think the movie lived up to the trailer. My movie slash special will be better than the trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm so pumped about it. I just did an interview today with a guy. He was, he really pumped me up. Oh yeah. He was so complimentary about my jokes and he gave me some compliments that I was like, all right, I appreciate you noticing that. He was noticing things that it feels like people don't notice. And, uh, I really appreciated it. Like what? Well, I don't want to say because they were compliments of me. And if I say it, it will seem like I'm bragging. Oh, okay. I just think maybe the listeners might be like, I wonder what it was. Well, he just talked about the amount of jokes that I have in the special. He says, you know, you have jokes in the setups. Mm. And he was very nice about it, but he was just pointing that out. And I'm like, yeah, I appreciate that. So was he able to watch your special before it is actually streaming live on Netflix? Yeah, I think he's got some kind of press scoop. Ooh, yeah, a little press scoop. That's fun. Yeah, so it's very exciting. And uh, I'm pumped about it. Um, and that is all I'll say about it for now. Okay, January but, 16th, next Tuesday. But we went out, we just went out to the land, uh, out to the cabin, and we planted 23 trees. Mm. We went out there on Wednesday and it was cold and a little rainy. Um, and it was the ground was real muddy and it just was kind of like a nasty day. And we did a little work out there. We got ourselves all set and ready. But then Thursday was just a beautiful, sunny day. Sam napped the way we needed him to nap. Uh, Daisy played. Hannah would dig a hole. Daisy would jump in the hole and play in the hole. And then I would plant a tree. And then Hannah would move on and dig the next hole. I mean, Hannah dug, I would say, half of the holes. And And if anyone's ever dug a hole before in the ground, I'm not talking about a sandbox, but in the hard 
earth. Well, it ain't easy, not, folks. Not just hard earth. It's clay. Tennessee I mean, earth. I mean, it is red clay that we're digging in. And you dug you dug quite a few holes. Oh, yeah. And we planted 14 fruit trees. We did four apple trees, four cherry trees, four plum trees, and two peach trees. And uh, we already have uh, various trees already out there. I think there's some peach and some pear already out there and some apple and some plum. But I don't know how many of those are alive uh, because, uh, you know, I don't know how what survived last summer. And now all the leaves are gone, so it's tough to tell what's alive and what's dead. So if they all lived... We're going to have quite uh, a thing going. So that's that's 14 trees. And then we had, I planted three oak trees, um, two weeping willow trees, and two pecan trees or pecan trees. So apparently there's a real thing about how southern you are based on how you say it, pecan or pecan I uh, say pecan. I've always said pecan. Yeah, I say pecan. Pecan. And, and I'm not southern. You say pecan? Yeah, I say pecan. I wonder what they're saying is southern. Is it southern to pecan. say pecan? Pecan? Yeah, pecan. I've always said pecan. Well, you're southern. You're southern. Yeah. And is I say what, pecan. But pecan is the southern way to say it? I guess. I say pecan. Okay. I say pecan, you say pecan. Well, um, and then we uh, planted two black walnut trees. Uh, And then I printed some what's called creeping vlocks. I looked that up, and that's supposed to be something that you can plant on a hill, and it'll kind of spread out. So I planted a little bit of that. Some of the grass is growing. Some of the clover is growing. Uh, things are looking good. I mean, it's the dead of winter, but some things are growing. I think it's going to be a beautiful spring. Uh, the the things that's going to be growing in our own yard and at the land uh, is going to be wild. I mean, it's going to be a beautiful spring. Mm-hmm. And I can't wait for it. Yeah, it's exciting. And and then And then today... It rained. So we got all that stuff down, and then immediately it rained. Uh, The swales, the top swale is really holding a lot of water. It made it easy to water in the trees once we got them planted. I just dipped a bucket down in there. It's really holding the water. The bottom swale, it seemed like some water went in there, but I don't know how much water is actually going down there. I want to try to hook up some kind of drainage system to get... um, water down to that other one i might even just be able to lay a hose across the top and siphon it out that may be the way to go but i'd love some kind of drain that goes under yeah. through the hill where i could just turn a uh you know like turn a water hose like twist it what do yeah, you call little, that your own little dam yeah and then release some of that water yeah, down into there dusty dam dusty dam mm-hmm. and uh and then uh we did that we played out there a little bit it's all a lot of fun we didn't see our neighbor but we did just quote him over and over (laughs) again i mean i hope we love this guy this guy is so nice but he's our neighbor out there and he just has such a funny way of talking and 
apparently he has like his nephew or son-in-law or something has a lot of river rocks. And so he said to us, he goes, don't buy no river rocks. And just the way he said it, he's trying to say, hey, if you need some river rocks, let me know because I can get you some. So don't go buy any. But we just kept quoting, don't buy no river rocks. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Don't buy no river rocks. <laughs> we just keep quoting it. We've even got Daisy saying it. And it's just the funniest thing. He says, I... I I, I like them kind that that's like a loaf of bread. <laughs> yeah. He, they're all smoothed out. Uh, you know why they're smoothed out? Because they go rolling down the mountain. It smooths it out. But he says, yeah, he says he likes the the big river rocks. He says, I like them. the big. They look like a loaf of bread. <laughs> <laughs> and it it's just like it is a southern accent, but I think it is a specific Tennessee accent yeah because he calls it mac menville and it just well you know growing up i used to call it mcdonald's yeah and pecan i try to continue to call it mcdonald's even though now i'm aware of it yeah and so i know it's mcdonald's mm -hmm. also um mira mm -hmm. i say mira instead of mirror mm -hmm. uh but now i've become too aware of it I feel like I'm slipping into calling it a mirror. You're hanging out with me too much. Yeah, I've become aware of calling it mirror, uh, mirror instead of mirror. How do you say theater? Uh, theater. Okay, theater. Yeah, I don't. How do, yeah. they, how do the southern theater? That's how some southern people say it. theater. Theater. <laughs> they say it. They say theater. 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 Down at the movie theater. 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 Is that nah, what it is? No, it's not that hard T. It's like theater. Theater. The theater. Theater. I don't know. I've not noticed that. Yeah. It's cute. Yeah. So I, um, but we're, I'm very excited about the trees. I mean, there is so many trees out there now. Yeah. If we can ever get them to grow and produce fruit, I mean, it is going to be a wild time. Yeah. But let's there. be honest, your favorite part about dithering around on the land and in nature and gardening. It's just getting them in the ground. I think you've got no real use for harvesting. It's my favorite part, but my second favorite part is seeing what I've planted grow. Mm -hmm. So it must grow. But once it grows, and it almost especially if it grows in abundance, you ain't got no use for it. Uh, well, that's some of the stuff, but fruit is different. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'd love to go pick cherries straight off the tree. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Cherries and plums? If I could just pick them right off the tree? Dang. When I was growing up, I used to just eat plums. I got some fig cuttings. Oh, also got some cuttings when I was down in Alabama. I don't know if we talked about this, but I got some cuttings. I cut some 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 limbs from my fig tree that my grandfather planted. Um, he died in 1966. So they're at least been planted in the ground since then. And his pear tree that he planted. So that's very exciting. And then I got some black walnut, pecan, and, uh, uh, and uh, uh, some fig trees from my mom's house too. So I got a lot of cuttings. I got to get to rooting, but I got to first, I got to go up to New York City 
and do a little promo for the special. Yeah, you're heading to New York this week. So I can't uh, just hang around and do some root cuttings because yeah. if I do, then you'll have to water them all week. Yeah, and you know I'm not. I'm and not you're here. not going to do it. I'm not here for that. It'll get all dry, and I'll ask you, I'll go, hey, did you check on the rootings? And you'll yell at me and say, I got two kids I got to take care of. You know, people will be really surprised, I think, because I'm so sweet and charming on the podcast, but I can be a real shrew <laughs> almost all the time. I mean, this is almost, uh, this is an act, me on yeah. this podcast. I'm really just out here being like, get out of here. It's not true. But you, you. I can be. You can be. Yeah. But you. This Especially is, if I'm underslept and I've pretty much been underslept since Yeah, Sam whenever we go to the cabin. Uh, well, Sam's been sleeping great in his crib in his room. We, we we set up his room, and now he's been sleeping great in there. But when we take him to the cabin, he doesn't sleep great out there. Yeah. Daisy does, though. Daisy is a real sweetheart right now. Mm-hmm. Just like her mom. But, um, yeah, so it's all very exciting. Things are great. Um, I did get a little stressed about the amount of press that I have coming up. Mainly I'm stressed because I had lost my voice and I was worried that my voice was not going to come back. And I had a, a million talking things lined up. Yeah. And so I was, I was having a rough day on Wednesday and I was being mean to Hannah and she called me out on it. And yeah. Then I, and then I threw a shovel in, the, <laughs> in, in a field and, uh, and uh, went and laid down in the grass for a while and then, uh, and then I was fine after that. <laughs> yeah. Well, because so we have this little ditch um, on our driveway, and the ditch just keeps getting puddled up with water, and we've been trying to drain this water to go down the hill. And so we arrive, and the ditch is all full of water. So me and Daisy start just kind of standing in the puddle because Daisy likes standing in the t- puddle. And then Dusty starts kind of yelling at us like, hey, daughter, don't have joy in a puddle. Well, I wasn't yelling at you, but you were pushing the gravel down further. Right. That, that was making a bigger puddle. Right. And, you know, I took that note, and then I proceeded to drain this puddle and i did such a good job and i was doing that while you were laying in the grass blowing off some steam well you did do a great job in the end but i didn't feel like it was going so well at first so i was just trying to give you some direction and you said i was being real mean to you yeah i said you're being mean to me and the children and then you threw a shovel um and then far you, away from you yeah yeah not at us <laughs> yeah yeah that, that wouldn't we wouldn't be sharing that but um no we would not <laughs> but i also would not do that yeah you would never do that but i threw a shovel well you kind of just like you know you just kind of floated a shovel in the air you were just you didn't throw it like you didn't heave it you just kind of flipped it in the air like yeah. it was a coin yeah <laughs> And then you I really off. wanted you to see my frustration. I did. But you yeah. know what I said to you later that day? Because you said, listen, I'm sorry. And I said, listen, I'm sorry. And I said, you f- you throw a shovel and I throw remotes. Yeah. And I, th- I do. I threw a remote, I don't know, a month ago when it wasn't working. Yeah. I just threw that thing down and the batteries fell out. And I'll tell you what. My anger has ceased, but that remotes don't work anymore. Not very good. I got yeah. it to work a little bit. It doesn't work great, though. Yeah. It's an old remote, though. Yeah. Oh, let's talk about this. Um, Alabama did not win the national championship this year, which was very sad. I wanted them to win because I felt like Nick Saban's retirement was coming soon. 
He's in his 70s. I felt like it was coming soon, and I thought if he could just win one more, then he would retire. Well, he lost to Michigan, and then he retired. So Nick Saban, the era of Nick Saban is officially over. And I think it's worth mentioning because, you know, I I remember watching Alabama win a national championship in 1992 or four. I don't remember exactly. I was very young. Uh, I think it was 92 with Gene Stallings. I remember watching that game. They beat the Miami Hurricanes to win the national championship. And it was really great. Uh, But that was the only one at that time I had seen happen in my lifetime. And then another one would not happen until I believe 2009. Could have been eight, but I believe Nick Saban came in 2008 and then he won in 2009, I believe. Um, and it that's a long time. And then Nick Saban has won six since that time from 2008 to 2023. He's won six. And it's been really great. It's been really great to be an Alabama fan. It's been a lot of fun. What does Nick Saban symbolize to you in your heart? Well, I don't know that he symbolizes anything in my heart, but, you know, he is, I don't know if he's a great person. I won't say that. I don't know anything about him personally, but what I do know is it seems like he really cares about the players at Alabama. He has a system. He teaches people a system and he seems like he cares about them. And it seems like he cares about their success. And he has this system in place. And some of the new things that the that college football has introduced, NIL, which is, I think, how players can now be paid, and also the transfer portal, which allows players to just leave from one team and just go to any other team they want. I don't know exactly how it works, but it changes college football. Uh, And I think it's messed up his system. And I think he's like, I'm just going to go ahead and get out of here. I do think this, that last year during the national championship, he was not in it. Georgia was in it. And somebody made a comment that Georgia was the most dominant team in college football. And he said it right in front of Nick Saban. And I think Nick Saban in that moment was like, well, now I have to beat Georgia just to prove that I can do it. And I think the SEC championship this year, beating Georgia was really all he needed. I think he was like, yep, I did it. I beat them. Everybody said they were the best. They're the best team. Nobody could beat them. And I did it. And I think he needed to do that. And then he's like, I could really just get out of here now. And I think that's what he did. Maybe he'll go build some swales. Maybe he will. I hope he does. What do you think he does in his free time? I don't think he has had free time. Um, Who knows? Yeah. Who knows what he'll do now? Yeah. Probably be miserable. Do you think he golfs? I, I imagine. That's what people... I feel s- like you get to a certain level of wealth, and it's like almost you have to golf. I guess so. Yeah, like your bank account gets to a certain tier, and then they, they just they just make you go golfing. I guess so. I, I, I don't get it. Golf is something I'll never understand. Mm. Um, 
It also seems physical. Like, you know, me and you went to, remember we went to that MTV building in Toronto that one time? Yeah. It was an old Freemasons Lodge and I wanted to go check it out and you had a friend that worked there. Mm -hmm. And inside they had a uh, golf simulator driving range. Yeah. And I did one hit of it or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's not a drug, but I took a swing. Yeah. And I hurt my back. (laughs) Did you? Yeah. Okay. I mean, not permanent damage, but I was like, geez, that hurt. Yeah. So you didn't have the right form. No, I'm sure my form was awful. But, um, and sometimes people want to go to Top Golf. They're like, oh, this is really fun. Do you want to go to Top Golf? And I'm like, I'm not an alcoholic anymore. People want to go to Top Golf all the time. I know. Everywhere I turn, people are trying to take me to Top Golf. And if I dare tell them that I've never been to Top Golf, oh, I don't hear the end of it. Right. What happened to bowling? Yeah. Bowling is <laughs> what's fun. Bowling. Oh, bowling is just regular and it is folksy. Yeah. And you can be good and you can be bad and, and you, you can, can be, be classless yeah. out there. And you just everyone's wearing ugly shoes. Yeah. You know, the 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 playing field is leveled. When everybody wears ugly shoes, no one looks good. And you're inside, mm-hmm. and sometimes you'll be bowling right next to people, but you still don't talk to them. Yep. You might even share the same uh, ball retriever. Yeah. And you don't talk to them. Yeah. You act like they're, they, I mean, they are strangers, but you act like you, you don't have anything in common with them. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's just like, a, it's real Americana. I wish you could still smoke cigarettes inside, though. I do when I go. Do you? Yep. And I don't even smoke anymore. Yeah, see, I, I just don't pull sp- it out and I say, I'm bowling. Leave me alone. I don't smoke anymore either, but I wish you could smoke in there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Maybe some needles too. Yeah. You know, let's just go and bowl. Let's Forget drop about needles life. in the finger holes. <laughs> yes. You know? Let's just be who we need to be for one night of our life. Exactly. Relax a little bit. Oh, gosh. You know? Oh, say, can you see? Yeah. Dawn's early light. Exactly. That's what I'm talking about. We should go bowling. Yeah. You think Daisy would be into it now? Well, we went bowling with Daisy last time we went. Yeah, but she... She, she was little. Yeah, she was a baby. She was Sam's I think age. she's still too little for bowling. Well, she's too little to, to bowl, but do you think that she would like being out there? Yeah, I mean, she likes being anywhere. Yeah. That's the beauty about children. They're just joyful all the time. Yeah. Unless you deny them a snack. Oh, let's talk about this. Hannah had a video that went viral. Oh, yeah. Yeah. On Hannah's Instagram, she put out a video. And, and this was based on some truth. I She had made, uh, I came home not feeling great. Uh, my voice was gone. And Hannah had made a roast with some beef broth and beef and other stuff. Carrots, potatoes. Carrots, potatoes. And it was just like a beef stew. Barley. And I, yeah, and barley. And it was just real hearty and healthy. And I was just eating it. And I go, this is what I'm talking about. <laughs> and Hannah made a video and she said, 
Oh, okay. I said, your husband doesn't like your cooking if he says, thank you, or this is really good. The only way to know if your husband liked what you made is if he says mid-chew, this is what I'm talking about. And people got mad about it. They got mad. They got excited. They got fired up in every kind of way. Any kind of way that you need to get to get that video to go viral. People were like, if your husband's talking like this, he must be 25 years old. People threatened to take my children away. They were so (laughs) mad. Yeah, and it's like... It just like my uh, people were like, I would never ch- talk with food in my mouth. Uh, if your husband does this, he's an idiot. And then people are like, that's just not true. And, and, and it's just like, hey, guys, this is a joke. I appreciate you being mad because you're helping it go viral here. But it got 3.2 million views. 3.4. Last Three, time I checked. 3.4 million views. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, it is amazing. And I appreciate everyone watching it. Yeah, congratulations on that. Yeah, I mean, I still feel like the same old Hannah. You know, it's, you know, life has changed dramatically for me now that I've gone viral. But it's like at the end of the day, I'm still Hannah. Yeah. Just still Hannah Hogan or sometimes Hannah Slay, whatever one I feel like. Hannah Slayish. Yeah, Hannah Slayish. As, uh, as your Instagram suggests. Yeah, I mean, I was saying, like, you know, it just, I was like, why did people react to this? A, because I told them your husband instead of making him like, my husband does this. So I'm like, okay. And then I think it just, I think deep down, everybody wants people to like what food they make. And I know for me, especially since that's kind of like, 50% of my quote unquote job as a stay at home mom is to prepare food. And, you know, I take a pride in it and I'm trying to improve upon what I'm making and I'm trying to make things that the very least that I really enjoy. So, you know, Jesse's always very polite and he'll say, Oh, this is really good. He's always says, thank you. And he's always like, thank you. That was delicious. But you know, he's almost too polite because I really want to know what does he like and which dishes of mine are real smashes out of the park. And I've come and I realized the other night when he talks like that mid-shoe, it's like, okay, now he really likes it. But, you know, the thing about it is I did really like it, but I just think the thing about it was it just it was what I needed at that moment. It just felt like this is what my body was wanting. You know, I talk to you about that all the time, though, and that's always how I'm trying to prepare dishes. Now, I can't always know what your body needs, but if I'm cooking and preparing food for the whole family every day, every week, I'm trying to think, well, what do I feel like I need? Because that's called intuitive eating. You just need to feed yourself what you want to eat, your cravings, so to speak. And as long as you're not just like giving yourself sugar all the time, like your body should tell you, we need a salad today. It's been a while since we had a salad. Or why don't we have some iron? Let's have some beef or um, let's have something light, you know? So I'm always trying to prepare things that we need. And I do believe that is also the, the key to it being the most satisfactory. You know what we did have? We had ourselves some Tammies while we were out in McMinnville. <laughs> we, we just, it just spawned uh, the question in our mind always, which is, why does Tammies have a sign hanging off the building that says, 100% ground chuck. It's like, why is it, it just like, it's the world's most unappealing sign. I like Tammy's. I do like it. I think it's delicious. But I just don't understand why they have a sign that says 100% ground chuck. I refused to go to Tammy's for a year and a half 
because it looked trashy. The sign looked looked disgusting. Gross. The restaurant looked about as appealing as a rotten egg. The outside of it looks like the inside of a bowling alley. There you go. (laughs) And not the kind you want to smoke cigarettes in. No. You know, it doesn't look good. The sound looks, the sign looks trashy. Finally, about four or five months ago, they dragged some Tammies back to me home. And I said, dang on it, this is one of the best burgers I've ever ate in my life. I thought Tammy's was a slaughterhouse. (laughs) The first time I went in there, I went in there looking for meat. I go, do you guys sell meat? They were like, no. we We sell hamburgers. And I was like, oh, I thought this was like, because in Opelika, they used to have a place called the meat store. And you just go in there and it just, the guy's just got a lot of meat in there. He's just selling. The meat store was remodeled and turned into a computer store. And I just feel like once something's been a slaughterhouse, it can't be other things. You don't go from being a meat store to the geek squad. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't want to get my computer worked on in a place where a guy was just cutting up beef legs. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you had it. You've always said that. Yeah, that's, that's something, something you, I've always said. Yeah, that's always been something we've known about you. Yeah. No, but Tammy's, Tammy's has a great product. Just about the best dang dive diner food you could ever put your little mouth on. But dang if it's, it's ugly. And that's um, one time we asked our neighbor out there um, if, because, you know, because Tammy's is, you know, pretty close to where our cabin's located. And we said to him, we go, you ever eat at Tammy's? And he had this look. Like he was mad at us. Yeah. And he goes, what'd you get? And we were like, we, we thought he was about to tell us that you're going to get poisoned or you're going to get sick. And then I was like, I just got a burger. He goes, they got the best uh, sausage and egg breakfast out there. And I was just like, wow, that. It did not an, an endorsement was not what I thought was coming. Yeah, he's so angry about it. Would you get? Don't buy no river rocks. And speaking of neighbors, our neighbor next to us here uh, in Nashville last week we talked about his truck, how the truck was never going to get fixed. Well, guess what? He got a tire on the truck. Now, for months, it's been sitting in the driveway, propped up with um, with, uh, the tire off and just the whole front end ripped off. But he got a tire back on it and has been, was able to drive it around. He said it's not street ready yet, (laughs) but... He's made progress. We heard it clanging and growling up our little laneway here. Yeah. And then we came outside to congratulate him. We said, well done. 
you got it fixed. And then he proceeded to list about 11 or 12 things that still need to be fixed. Yeah. Yeah. And it's actually quite an overwhelming uh, list of things. Yeah, it's a lot to be done. Almost sounds like, you know, it's totaled. But But he he ain't letting it go down like that. No. He ain't letting it go down like that. No, he's going to fix it. Yeah. And I said he was. Mm -hmm. I think if... I think it's his year. This guy has got off to a great start. He has. He cleaned up his Christmas decorations pretty fast. Not all of them, but the majority of them he cleaned up very fast. There's still some. There's still a uh, a, a deer hanging off the roof. Uh-huh. And some lights. Yeah. Uh, but the truck is coming along. Yeah. Yeah, It's it's just been great to see. He surprised us all. And I think he just wants to show everybody, listen, you don't know me. You ain't got no idea what I'm capable of leaving on my yard or taking off. You don't know. Yeah, we don't know. And that's just it. We don't know. Yeah. From day to day, we don't know what's going to be happening. Mm -hmm. I thought the truck was gone. Turns out he just put a tire on it, drove it out, (laughs) turned it around, drove it back in front ways so you can't see it. Yeah. Yeah, one thing's for sure, though. If he cleans up that yard one day, it's going to be dirty the next. Well, it, it's like... He'll get some kind of mess out there. It's and a, that's what I like. I like the consistency of it because I struggle with anxiety. So knowing something's consistent in my neighborhood gives me a lot of peace. Well, it's like the Bible verse where the it talks about... Uh, like a room being cleared of the demons and the demon will leave. And then when he comes back and find that the room has been clean and swept and cleaned out, he will re-enter bringing seven demons and making it worse than it was in the beginning. I don't know exactly the context of the verse, but that's the yard. That's mm-hmm. what happens to the yard. The yard gets cleaned up, the demons are out, and then the demons come back and go, wow, this yard's really cleaned up now. Now we can bring seven of our friends. Yeah, and we're not saying he's special, like he's got demons or something. We all have our own little demons that we clean up, and then the second they get cleaned up, if we're not praying them away, they'll come right back. That's true. They will come right back. That is true. What's my demons? Hmm. Oh, well, let's... Uh, yeah, let's keep going. Yeah, uh, this weekend, um, not you know, today is Friday, so there'll be no shows Saturday and Sunday. I have this weekend off, but the, uh, I believe it's the 20th. Um, I'm going to be in... Yeah, it's January 20th. I'm going to be in Dayton, Ohio. Just one night at the Dayton Funny Bone. I have two shows... The early show is already sold out, but there are still tickets left to the late show. But who knows? I mean, I have no way of knowing what's going to happen when this Netflix comes out. Does it change everything? Does all my shows sell out? Or does nothing happen? I mean, there is no way to know what's about to happen. Well, you know, Dusty, I just had a video go viral. So, you know, I just want to let you know that it's like some things change, some things stay the same, well, but you just got to stay uh, humble through it all. Give me some examples of some things that change. 
Um, like when you when you when you hit the big time. Yeah. Like me. Yeah. Um. Well, you start thinking. You know, do I even need to be a mom anymore? Maybe I could just pack up and leave. <laughs> <laughs> you start thinking, you know, maybe I better just leave Nashville, go to LA, and throw my throw my coins in that lot. Um, you know, you start thinking more about Botox. Mm-hmm. You start thinking more about chemical peels. You start thinking that. You know, maybe you should should be gone. Ozempic, Ozempic, Ozempic. Oh, 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 Ozempic. Yeah, you know, I hate when companies take songs that I enjoy and then add their jingle to it, like yeah. that. Ozempic's. Oh. You know Did that they song. Do that? Oh, 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 it's magic, you know. You never believe it's not so. so. That's Electric Light Orchestra. Oh, yeah. And now Ozempic has worked their way into it. Yeah, I mean, that's where we're at. Is just everybody sells out now. Everybody sells out. Like, even, like, people that I follow who have really gone viral that I used to like, you know, a year ago, they're all doing sponsored ads telling me about the face cream that they like. And I'm like, oh, gross. Well, that's why I would like for this podcast. Now, who knows? But I would like for this podcast to never have a sponsor. If you listen to older episodes of this podcast, you'll know that at one time, a candle company reached out to us and asked... They said, do we, do you need a sponsor? We'll send you some free candles if you'll talk about us. And I said, you know what? We'll do that. It was fun. It was fun. We but were I, really hawking some candles. I like not having a sponsor. And the reason I like it is because I'm able to make money in other aspects of my career. Uh, I don't necessarily need to make it off this podcast. And I like providing like a an ad free like if you're listening to this like some podcasts i listen to now have like it seems like itunes is adding their own sponsors to people's podcast which i hate so if you're listening to my podcast and you're hearing an ad it's not me i'm not making money off of it but i like providing an ad free one ad free thing yeah that's what I like doing. A lot of people do Patreons, too, and I've been kind of trying to nudge you towards a Patreon. Um, I just don't know what we would provide on Patreon. Well, it would just be more work. We would just maybe put full video episodes up or show some behind-the-scenes footage of the cabin and various things that we... I mean, that's the whole point. It's like, you're not really providing anything, but people are paying for it. So yeah. you're like, okay, this is America. <laughs> let's go yeah. let's just make more money <laughs> yeah i mean i um i like the idea of us just having a an ad free space yeah you know where people can just come and relax and know that they're not bombarded with ads yeah and i mean you have a lot of content out there but this is sort of like you know this is freestyle and dusty this is dusty in his domestic sphere this is dusty's kind of you know revealing what's behind the curtain in the sense of like your day-to-day life and i feel like people that 
that really are true fans listen to this podcast and maybe a couple of my ex-boyfriends wondering what I'm up to. Yeah, I mean, that's it's always interesting to find out who who listens like you put out this public podcast and then and then you'll be hanging out with a family member and they'll go, oh, yeah, listen to your podcast. And you're like, oh, gee. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I I don't know what I want, but it's like, yeah, I don't. It's not that I don't want family to listen, but when I find out, not only do they listen, but they listen like every week, some of them, that I'm like, and it's not even like I'm a different person day to day, but there is something that happens when you talk into a microphone aware that you're reaching a broader audience. And you're trying to be entertaining. Yes. Is the point. I'm, I'm trying to be somewhat funny interesting or just propping up your funny and interesting things. Yeah. So it's like, you know, I'm a little bit, um, you know, uh, elevated. But, you know, out in here in the real world, I'm changing diapers. I'm a mom. I get excited for trips to the grocery store. Okay, I like warm socks. Okay, that's about as crazy as it gets. You're not even wearing socks right now. I know, I'm wearing your slippers because we've not unloaded the truck yet. You know, and that's the other thing. I like things to get unloaded quick. It is eating me up that this dishwasher has not been unloaded yet. I'm a type A personality and, but I'm like, you know, pleasant and fun or whatever. But, you know, I get on the podcast and like, you know, as, as we discovered, Reddit's not ready for my edge, not ready for my jokes. But, but what yeah. a joke Reddit is. Reddit is full of the most sensitive people. Like, I think they're like 80% bots. Like trying to post on Reddit is like the hardest thing. I, I tried to post so much and I kept getting flagged for like this or that, violating this rule or that rule. And I'm like, Jeez, guys. I mean, let's relax here. Yeah. I'm just trying to make a post. Yeah. But, like, if I ever think about your dad listening to me on this podcast, like, if your dad ever figured out how to listen to a podcast and then just, like, listen to me, he'd be like, that's Hannah? Because I don't even know if I talk really around him. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know? Yeah. Whereas if my dad listened to the podcast, he'd be like, wow, she's really toned down. I think my dad tried to listen to the podcast one time and I just don't think he's interested. I think he's like, what is this? Are they just talking? (laughs) Yeah, it don't make no sense. (laughs) Yeah. That's queerer than a $2 bill. (laughs) (laughs) That's something that his dad said recently. Was it $3 bill? I think, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, there's just a lot of expressions out there. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, the idea is be it being with that is it's like it's a, it's an anomaly of a thing. It's a weird thing that doesn't really happen. Yeah. Like that's the idea of that expression. Yeah. Um, but um, the, um, what did... Um, you had you had written something down here that you wanted to talk about, right? Well, we just talked about how different stereotypes of husband and wife don't apply oh, yeah. to me and you. Oh, well, hold on, I, Daisy's about to storm in. 
Well, I don't think it. I don't think I can just do the the stereotype thing without her in here. Um, oh, did I write some things down here? Let's see. I think we did all those. Um, uh, still no update on the yard glider. We didn't mess around with it this time. And then still no owl house. I've not installed the owl house yet. It's just too cold to do things. And it, we had a, and I know that if you live in Canada or Minnesota or Montana or North Dakota, it probably seems like summertime down here to you. But it's cold to me. And it's also just wet and uh, so it's hard to get anything done. But I, uh, there, no, no owl house update, no bat house update, no yard glider update. Mm-hmm. Um, but what? Yeah, there's different stereotypes that yeah. you'll see online, like husbands be like this and wives yeah. be like this. Yeah, I just, you know, this has kind of been a running running joke a little bit for us that, you know, guys, we watch a lot of these videos where they just highlight a lot of TikToks. We watch this this guy named Tyler Zed. He has videos called Zeducation. And, you know, he's a little conservative leaning, but it's really not about politics. It's mainly just a... A, uh, you know, a, a meme distributor, a mean. Yes, exactly. He just goes and finds all these memes on the Internet and then presents them. And it's if you want kind of a nothing um, light entertainment, light entertainment. This is it. Uh, so we'll watch that. And they're always talking about guys are always like, oh, my wife buys a lot of Amazon. And they're like, oh, always complaining about how much Amazon they buy. And so the joke for us is, you know, I'm the one that buys the Amazon in this house. I mean, I'm um, now I don't personally, I don't think of it like buying Amazon. It's like this. When I want something, I could write it down on a piece of paper and go, all right, I'm going to add this to the list. And then when I go to Walmart or Lowe's later in the week, uh, I can pick that stuff up or I just order it right off Amazon, just in the moment, and I don't have to worry about making a run to the store. It's logical to me, um, but I'm the one that buys a lot of Amazon here. And then the other day, there was a video where this woman was like, let me tell you what it's like to live with a man. Let me tell you what it's like to live with a man. And she showed this package of cheese where the package of cheese had its own resealable a Ziploc thing on it. And instead of it being open there, the bag was just kind of ripped open around the Ziploc, deeming the Ziploc thing useless now because it had been ripped in the wrong place. And I said, oh, well, that's how Hannah acts. (laughs) That's how Hannah opens things. Yeah. And I was like, and I just thought that was funny that she's doing a lot of the more like, male things and i'm doing a lot of the female things but then we thought this is pretty interesting uh hannah was raised by her dad and her brother i mean she grew up with an older brother and her dad and i you know my dad was still in the picture but basically i was raised by my mom and two older sisters um 
you know, in a two bedroom trailer. So I was raised a lot around a lot of women and Hannah was raised around a lot of men. Yeah. And sometimes I don't like to be touched. Like I'm real manly like that. I'm like, oh, just not right now. Whereas you're like, that's like kind of your love language. Well, I don't know. I don't know about love languages and things like that, but I do appreciate a hug, if that's what you mean. <laughs> yeah. And, um, <laughs> oh, and the, I also always hear jokes about how men don't listen. Men don't listen. I'm talking to my husband. He don't listen to anything I say. Whereas in our house, you're a great listener. Yeah, I'm a... A very respectful person. Yeah. And I struggle so much to not just constantly dip into Hannah La La Land. But in your defense, no one listens to me. So um, it's not like, you know, uh, some strange thing that, like, I just noticed, like, at Christmas, like, my dad goes, What's this? He's talking about my Netflix special. He goes, What's this working man thing? My dad has this image of me. My dad, um, in my, what used to be my bedroom at his house is completely different on the floor. Everything about the furniture and everything in there is completely different. But on the walls, I didn't decorate it this way, but my dad has, has every picture of me from every school picture from kindergarten through senior year on the wall. And he has my high school graduation photo with my whole class of 2000. He has all my high school dances with all these dates that I had. Um, and I think my dad still pictures me as this kid. Um, you know, I moved away shortly after high school and it's like, he's still, I'm still that kid. Now I know a lot of people could say, well, you'll always be a kid to your dad. It's like, fine. I'm a 40 year old man though. And so I just think, so my dad still pictures me as some slacker kid. He's like, what's this working man thing? So I start, I proceed to tell my dad, why we decided to call it working man and and then i'm like two minutes into it i'm like hey 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 you still with us and then i'm talking to my mom about something later when i'm at her house and she's just you know she's off doing her own thing too she ain't hearing nothing i'm saying so these people aren't listening. Well, you've gotten smart with me because a lot of times you'd be like, you listening? I'll be like, yeah. And you're like, no, 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 no. Put your phone down. Put the book down. Look at me. Stay tuned. What did I say? Well, yeah. I mean, if I'm just telling you a story, it's one thing. But if I'm, if you're, if I'm trying to tell you information that's important and, and, and you just go, yeah, yeah, I know you're not listening. To yeah, me. if I'm too agreeable with with what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, but in my defense, it's not that I'm not listening to you because you're my husband. I, I have a hard time just staying tuned in general because of the heavy burden of life. Yeah. And I just need to tap out into fantasy land. No, I get it. Yeah. I mean, life's hard out here. Yeah. It's hard to listen. Working hard all day and night. Exactly. And, you know, but yeah, I mean, my, my family, uh, they're not listening to me. No, they're not. And How does that I, make you feel? Well, I think that's why I ended up, you know, being a comedian and why I ended up with an imagination. 
because nobody was listening to me. So I just started drawing and I started writing and I started creating things because I probably had to escape reality and go off into my own little world. This is what my dad used to do. We'd go out and he would work on the tractor and he would want me to just watch him work on the tractor. And I'd be out lifting up rocks and bricks and cement blocks and trying to find bugs under there. And then I'd catch those bugs and put them into a jar. And that's what I was into. And then he'd be like, yo, he's out here messing around with bugs. I'm trying to teach you something. But he wasn't teaching me anything. He was just working on the tractor and wanted me to watch. He said, one day you're going to want to know this stuff. And I was right. Um, because, you know, I may want to know how to work on a tractor, but now everything's far too advanced to be working on. These are not the old school tractors of my childhood. You can't work on nothing anymore. Mm -hmm. Everything's, unless you're the neighbor over here who's gotten some kind of hidden genius about fixing a truck. Or just, you know, not currently insured while he wrecked his vehicle. <laughs> right. You know, everybody has different motivations. Yeah, that's true. So, uh, you know, and so that's where we're at with it. Yeah. You know, people ain't listening to me out here. No one's listening that's to you. That's why I had to do comedy. I had to go, you know what? I'm going to have to get a microphone and make people buy tickets to see me. <laughs> just to get people to hear what I'm trying to say. Yeah. And now I got a podcast. Yeah. Where I finally got some people's attention and I got nothing to say. <laughs> <laughs> You're losing your voice. You're yelling so hard, ain't nobody listening. I you know. just keep yelling into the sunset. It's taking its toll. It's yeah. taking its toll. I've actually thought that the most intense listening that I muster is this hour-long podcast. Ooh, I'm tuned in on this podcast. And it's hard on you, isn't it? It is. I'm exhausted. <laughs> it's a real strain on you. Yeah, long-time listeners know the last 10 minutes of me on this podcast, I ain't got nothing to do. I just need to I need to go take a cold shower and just fall into la-la land real, real for, for real. Yeah. But this podcast isn't about me. It's about you and your January 16th Netflix special. We oh. got to let you know about it, baby. Oh, we just wanted to get this out because this will be, you know, and this will be the podcast if people. <laughs> <laughs> Great promotion on our end on this one. Well, hey, we planted some trees and we're angry at our folks. Now, I like this podcast. Yeah, I like this podcast, too. And I like you. I like you when you throw shovels, and I like you when you need a hug. Well, you know, 23 trees we planted. Yeah. I mean, this is a big deal. That's 23 holes that we dug. I mean, we're combating climate change on our own out mm -hmm. here. Although Bill Gates now says that planting trees doesn't really matter. Yeah, but Bill Gates is a cyborg. Yeah. Well, he's something. Allegedly. Yeah. I can't say that about him. I think we get in trouble. Yeah, well. But um but yeah, so this is the podcast that will be out there. This will be the current episode that will be out there when the Netflix airs. So the thing about Netflix that I'm being told though is it's not like say the HBO specials of the day, right? When when an HBO special would air in the 90s, it was 
that it was on, you know, say Friday at 8 p.m. And then who knows when you'll get to watch it again. So if you want to watch it, you tune in on the day it comes out, Friday at 8 p.m. so you can watch it. Um, With Netflix, it's like, yes, the Netflix comes out on January 16th. But, you know, people might put it in the watch list and decide to watch it on February 4th. You know, so that's the thing. So the first 90 days, they say, is the big push for a Netflix special, you know, because that's when it's fed algorithm wise to different groups of people, you know, so a batch of people may get it this day. It'll be delivered to everyone at the same time, but it may get pushed on different, different people at different times. So, um, so it doesn't just because it airs on the 16th doesn't mean there'll be a mad rush for my social media on that day. Uh, it will come incrementally. That's the idea. And we'll see. We'll see. It, if it's God's will. Oh, well, I already know God's will be done. Yeah. Well, absolutely. Absolutely. So we're all very excited. Um Everything's great. Uh, say a prayer for us. Um, but this is all very exciting. We appreciate everyone listening to the podcast. Um, you know, hopefully by next week, my voice will be back in full. Uh, I don't know if we'll even do one a podcast next week because I'll, uh, I'll gonna, be gone. I'm going to be here. I'll be gone, you know, the entire week. I may take some stuff and try to do one on the road, but I've said that for about nine months and not done it. We could maybe re-upload an old podcast. Maybe. I don't know if that's possible. But I may take some stuff and just try to do one because I'll have some downtime in a hotel, I'm sure. Don't buy no river rocks. Don't buy no. If there's one thing you remember from this podcast, it's that you can buy all sorts of rocks. Lava rocks. You could buy limestone. But do not buy no river rocks. <laughs> okay <laughs> do not buy no river rock i like the kind that look like a loaf of bread <laughs> all right well thank you guys for listening we're having a good time